Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 2nd of May, 2017. This is The Gap, episode 368. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gore is here tonight. How's May going for you? Oh yeah, pretty good actually, you know, so far. No, no complaints. Uh, <laughs> Two days in? Yep, there's, uh, you know, halfway, really. No, not really. A 15th of the way. Through May? Close. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. Um, we got Close. We got some games coming out this week. We do, so we'll be able to talk about stuff and, and stuff to do. Stuff to do, other than battlegrounds. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. actually, I'll have to like actively stop myself from playing battlegrounds. Yeah, I, well, I feel like that um, things can't be that bad because it seems like a game that a lot of people are playing, according to Steam. So, uh, I think we're we're okay. <laughs> like, it's the game that everyone's playing. It, I don't think they mind us talking about it so much. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, it does seem, yeah, quite popular. And I have noticed, I've, I've actually noticed waves of my friends, like, playing, like, coming into it. Like, they cut, like, literally coming in waves. Like, I was at a thing today uh, for a gigabyte launch of a 15-inch laptop, uh, and, like, they were, like, it was like a ripple around this fucking table of game journos. And it started with, like, me and Nate, obviously, are, you know, old hat. It's old hat. Who cares, right? Yeah. Oh, Battlegrounds. Yeah, of course, I've played it, right? Yeah, six and weeks then, ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been, like, from ground floor, motherfucker. But uh, then it rolls around. And it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. I got a couple of weeks ago. I'm, I'm still not very good at it. I haven't got my first win yet. And then it's in the next, like, next chunk of the table. is like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it yesterday or Sunday. I got it, like, this week. Um, I only just started playing. I had a lot of fun. I know all I know is that if I see any bushes, I have to shoot them because Joby's probably in them. Right? Yeah, fair enough. Fair cool. Uh, and then uh, like around to the next section, the last quarter of the table, and uh, they're like, "Oh no, I haven't got it yet, but I think I'll buy it tonight." I'm like, "Yeah, well, <laughs> that's the that's the whole circle. Like that's fucking all of us. Like just people are just rolling in. I like." On the other hand, like some of them, I know it's just it's not really their game necessarily. Like people, some people, like especially game journos, but people in general don't really play games the way we necessarily play games, right? Like from week to week, yeah. Well, no, like from the, from the perspective that you and I have, like hmm. you, like being the John Wick motherfucker that you are, right? Like, John Wick doesn't seem like a hyper-competitive type, but clearly he wants to win all the time. And that's you. You you know, you got your Keanu Reeves thing. Obviously, I'm a loud tard about how competitive I am. Um, I'm okay with it. I've come to, come <laughs> come terms. to terms with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's like one of those things where... Like, I don't think it, Battlegrounds is a game for everyone, but at the same time, fuck me, it is such an amazing game. And I, like, if you, even if you just play it for a couple of hours, like, play it for the fucking, the Steam refund time. Play it for the Steam rental. That's, if it's, if it doesn't have you hooked, get rid of it. Uh, it's one of those games where I reckon it has that potential to grab people. And it, they haven't really put a foot wrong yet. It's, it's this year's, Overwatch, except it doesn't have bullshit loot mechanics. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or even like bringing it back to 
Daisy, like it's a further step upon that. It seems like even more people are playing this because Daisy was very uh, like this hardcore, like a niche game, but it's still like it wasn't, but it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas this is a bit more action, actiony, and um, it takes some of those elements from that type of genre, but it makes it a bit more accessible and uh, a bit faster paced, and there's more things happening really quickly, and you, and you can kind of get a game done in 20 minutes or 30 minutes yeah Um, sorry within 20 or 30 minutes so i do i do worry that we're like we must be starting to sound like broken records though we must be retreading some ground i would prefer if like with the daisy times right we instead we push into telling interesting stories that occurred to us over the course of the week instead of reiterating why pub uh, G is so good. Yeah, but that, I guess that's just me personally. Because I, uh, yeah, I know. Like it is, it does, it definitely bears repeating sometimes. But yeah, I guess to repeat it again, if, if anybody doesn't know what it is, it's a giant battle royale game where a hundred people are dropped into a map, and everybody starts off with no weapons, and you have to scavenge for weapons and equipment, and it's last man or last team or lady left alive um, on this entire island. Yeah, um, that's the very basic overview of the game um but speaking about bushes i ran into a uh i was playing a game the other day with with some of the guys and um i think i was the last one left or there was like two or three of us left can't remember anyway i'm running down uh this uh field and in front of me i see two guys in a hiding in a bush and in calm straight away i go this has got to be fucking job and someone else hiding in this bush because uh, usually I don't see anyone else hiding there. Uh, mm. And I, I fire on both of them and kill both and it wasn't you. I was quite disappointed. Because <laughs> I was like, these motherfuckers are like, I can see them like sitting in a in a bush. Like both of them weren't in the same one. They're on two different ones next to each other. And I'm like, I, what are they doing? Like, I can see these guys so easily. They pick shit bushes. See, that's how you knew it wasn't me. Because <laughs> I don't pick shit bushes. I, I pick good bushes. I, I pick the best bushes. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to worry about me picking bad bushes. So, yeah. No, they must have picked shit bushes. Yeah. So, it, never, it was never going to be me. Yeah. Um, um, I also killed a... I, I've got it on video as well, but I won't post it up because my TV is in the background. But uh, I killed a guy like a night or two ago where he was um, proned in some grass. He was quite kitted up. He had like a level three helmet and, and that sort of stuff. And... Uh, I ran past him. I didn't even see him. I think he was out of my peripheral, but he was sort of prone behind a tree or next to a tree. And I heard him swivel like in the ground. And I was like, fuck. And I turn around and I can see him like just sitting there and I open fire on him. Uh, and if it wasn't for him just turning that slight little inch to the left, I, mm. I wouldn't have even known. I would have been dead straight away. It's like, um, even though you can be in those type of places, you've got to be super quiet because the noise is so, like, it's like another sense that it gives you of where people are. And it's such an important aspect of the game that, um, you know, you really need to be on point with that sort of stuff. And it, they have improved upon it, especially in, like, the building stuff where they've given it, like, 3D depth now. Um, and that was such an issue when the game yep. first cut started because you, you didn't really know if someone was above you or or below you, if they were in the same building. You know, it, it was quite hard, but they're getting a bit better at that sort of stuff. And that can kind of, you don't feel as cheated when you do die from from things that happen uh, with some of the bit jankier stuff. But yeah, it's it's very, very cool that it's getting to that point where I can 
hear someone that's like right next to me and, and I'm not going to get killed because, you know, the, the audio is playing up, whatever. So yeah, I guess you had a similar experience where you were hiding in a bathroom. <laughs> we were, yes. Uh, Nate and I were playing some duos and uh, like, so we landed on the fucking, we landed on the bunkers uh, and yeah, landed on the bunkers. I went down like eight fucking i ate shit i managed to get out with an ump and a vector but i uh, didn't really want to stick around because i didn't have any armor or anything like that run out nate sort of covered my exit he had uh, m16 and uh we ran grabbed a car and fucking pissed off as fast as we could we weren't in the circle anyway so we had to leave but um we're pissed off and we just like stop at these this random fucking bunch of houses in this vain hope that there'd be some fucking first aid found some first aid luckily and uh then i'm like oh fuck okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go i gotta go pee fuck it i'm gonna hide in this bathroom and i go hide in the bathroom and yeah nate also hides in the bathroom to go pee and while i'm peeing i fucking i hear that little you know footsteps on grass coming up and uh of course fucking explosions as well because it always seems to explode wherever the fuck i am the red circle but uh yeah i hear the little footsteps i'm like yes yes oh god no not yes yes oh god oh god uh and uh yeah i cut i cut off in midstream uh, I just fucking, you know, eye of the tiger fucking cut that fucking piss out. I just stop. None of that. And then I like cr- cripple walked my way back to the fucking chair and I jumped down. I'm like, Nate, Nate, there's people here. There's people here. And I'm like fucking aiming at the door. I'm just like waiting for them to come in. So I figured they must have been looting. Uh, I heard a shot like there was a shotgun shot somewhere outside. We weren't sure what that was about but uh yeah anyway like it starts exploding on us again because of course it fucking does uh and yeah i'm like okay what well like they won't be able to hear us because the explosions so we could probably open the door and go at them we open the door and they're both fucking lying on the ground facing away from us looking out the window like they had literally no idea (laughs) uh and yeah we fucking i murdered them both uh then like the third dude there's a third guy like there shouldn't be anyone at these houses at all they're in the middle of fucking nowhere right just we just went here literally because we couldn't see anywhere else and we desperately needed fucking help first aid but uh yeah no third guy fucking pings nate in the head because he didn't have any fucking headgear puts him down immediately comes running like sprinting over for their finish which is similarly insane because if you just knock someone down right if it gets a knockdown that means there has to be someone else Hmm. so why why would you then run over because right they they must know you're coming anyway uh i he like was it nearly worked for him because he was there a lot fucking faster than I expected, like mm. way sooner than I expected. I was mid reloading my fucking M416. I uh, had switched back to my vector and then I put him down. But holy shit, get uh, Nate back up and off we went. We made we had two games in a row where we made uh, to- the like five last five alive. Yeah, but didn't get the victory, which is disappointing. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Did you get any wins on the weekend or? 
Uh, I did get one victory on the weekend. Okay. Only one, though. You've uh, played a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. 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 I overtook, I've overtaken Daisy standalone now. Okay. So now more hours in that than Daisy. Yeah. I, I didn't play a lot over this weekend, um, but I, I did play one night and I won my very first game. I was right. kind of like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> uh, it was, I think, a solo game or something. No, yeah, it was a solo game because I played a lot of solo over the weekend. Um, but yeah, no, that's, uh, it was a lot, a lot of fun in there. I did put a video up of me murdering three guys at the very start of a, a match. I kind of got into, I think it was, uh, was it Pachinki? And, um, and as I'm like, I'm in this terrible building that I, I always go into, but I never find anything good in there. It's one of the worst fucking buildings you can go into. The two-story long one, right? Like the L-shape two-story? Um, yeah, it's a two-story compound. Uh, oh, it's not an L-shape, I guess. It's got like the like many rooms up, up top and it's got the long balconies either side, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's yeah. the fucking worst. There's, n- there's never anything good in it. I-, I don't know what's going on, but every time I go in there, I'm like, oh, yeah, all right, we'll see what's going on. And there's n- nothing. Always nothing. Anyway, so I, I get into this building. I'm searching this entire thing. Can't find anything. I, I finally hear... Um, I finally get onto the balcony and there's like a UMP on there. And I, But I hear guys below me running into the building. So I'm like, shit. I kind of prone into the ground and then turn around. And, and then I, I hear like a second guy and then a, a third guy. And I'm like, fuck, what, what is... Like, we just landed. What the hell is going on? Uh, they're not going to find anything in here. I know that because I, I've been through it. So I, uh, I just basically sit myself on the corner and, uh, and just wait to see if they leave. But one of the guys opens the door. He runs out onto the balcony. I just spray him. He drops, but there's a, there's a buddy like right behind him and he starts trying to ping me through the window. So I get up and just kind of jump over the balcony and land on the floor. Um, but as I'm doing that, he hits me and I've got like a slither of the health left. Maybe, I don't know. 10% 10% of health or something. If that, yep. 5%. And, um, and then I managed to down that guy because he jumps off and uh, I start spraying him through a window. So then he drops onto the ground and he's knocked out. But then uh, like the third guy comes running across the well. And, and so I'm like trying to reload while also block a bunch of bullets because I'm out of ammo now after taking out two guys. So... He's shooting at me, and then uh, I reload my gun and then finally put a, like, a shot into his head. So, all three of them, um, well, two of them are down because I killed the guy at top. The other two, uh, sorry, on the bottom bottom ground still just knocked out. So, I just emptied my gun into them as well. I don't know where the fourth guy was. Um, he, he, he kind of must have got the shit scared out of him and just left. I think he was, uh, <laughs> my, my guess was he was just like, he was a auto match made rando. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but that, that entire first game just went nuts. I, I think that whole town we were in just went bonkers. It was after that fight, I had like three more guys I killed. And then, um, I think one or two of their other squad members died quite quickly. So we were just, when we're in that kind of zone, I'm like, oh, well, we'll just, just try and push it and see what happens. Like we don't play as defensively or stealthy as we, as I would if we we're all alive. It's kind of like, well, someone's yeah. died. I don't want them really sitting there for half an hour. That's kind of boring. So, yeah, I'll just be a jackass and run around and shoot as many people as I can. Or, you know, the alternative is like if if you do, are going to be successful, at least it's a active, successful half an hour, you know. Yeah, don't sit in the corner for half an hour and then get shot. 
or mm. you know die from the blue zone or something like that yeah yeah um anyway a lot of fun <laughs> any other stories uh there was a I, I just i chucked a video up on twitter just before of getting pinged in a in the, i had a fucking frying pan and uh frying pans are impenetrable mm. um so yeah i uh <laughs> i got shot by a sniper uh and it hit me in the frying pan and pinged off and i was fine and i fucking legged it uh downstairs to stop being shot i did i spotted the guy and i hit him fucking sweet because i had a car 90 uh 98k and a eight by scope uh and i i fucking teed him up yeah it was beautiful but uh not enough to, to kill him uh that same game so it was me and nate playing together uh in joe's um which is exactly what had happened in the fucking piss break game but uh we bailed out at the fucking military island. Oh, yeah. And the first, the the big circle, the northern, like, northernmost part of the big circle, the first circle, mm-hmm. uh, was, like, I don't think even, like, Pachinki would have been in it. It was that far south. Holy shit. Sorry. Uh, I don't even think, yeah that part of it would have been fucking in it. It was that far south. Uh, so basically only the bottom of the map, just the military base was in the fucking, in the zone, which is, uh, yeah, we were perfectly placed anyway. So, uh, we hadn't jumped out alone. There were like fucking, I think there were 15 people we counted coming down on military, on military Island along with us. Uh, I land on a roof, uh, didn't there were no guns on the roof I landed on, uh, but there were guns on the roof next to the one I landed on, and there were two dudes on that roof. So uh, I like I'm looking, and I just finished looking for guns, and I look across at the next one at the next roof, and uh, yeah, they're like these guys are lining me up. So I just fucking I just jumped straight off the fucking roof, three story drop, take a chunk of health doesn't matter still live run directly inside and start looking for shit i managed to find a ump uh and a double barrel shotgun yeah uh meanwhile nate is on the other roof the northernmost roof of these apartments and he's just teeing off on these guys he downs one of them i'm still trying to find a decent fucking gun finally managed to find this car 98 don't have a scope but i i'd start to head outside uh and like Right as I'm heading outside, footsteps straight up to my fucking, up to the door. I'm about to head out and I fucking back off and the door opens. Dude with a double barrel shotgun fires into me. I fire into him with my double barrel. Uh, yeah, neither of us die. I fucking leg it uh, up the stairs to the second story of this uh, building. Yeah. And uh, I'm just waiting. He like must run down to the other end. I honest, I genuinely don't. I can't work out what the fuck happened, to be honest. Uh, all I know is that, like, I'm waiting there. Nate finally, like, makes his way across. Uh, he's, like, fine. Uh, drops me some first aid. I get healed back up. Um, and, yeah, 
we like clear we he goes down one end of the building goes upstairs i'm down the other we move to the center uh both got like i've got a sega now he's got a fucking uh like m416 i think and uh yeah go through this like the door where i'm pretty sure this dude is and there's just fucking boxes this like people have just died Hmm. like shitloads of people have just died here no idea how they died. I have no idea at all how they died. Uh, but they had heaps of shit on them. They died for no reason. And yeah, that was it. Got all their stuff. Uh, got pinged by a dude in the frying pan. Didn't matter so much. Uh, shot him back. All good. He uh, he was pretty shook after that one. We didn't notice any more shots coming at us. Uh, but he was still up on this hill, just overlooking the fucking military base. Uh, and then the circle finished on the far most southern part of the island, which meant that we had to actually go down to, like, the southern... We had to cross the fucking runway to get out of the military island where this dude was sniping at us. But um, as luck would have it, there was a fucking buggy sitting there just waiting, basically, waiting for someone to be bold enough to come get it. So, uh, yeah, we hoofed it over, grabbed the fucking jump in the buggy, and away we go. Mm. Uh, We got away good. It was solid. Uh, Drove, like, drove through the fence without hitting it, like, gunfire pinging off us everything's fine uh i see a dude running towards a like rock i try to run into him and he gets just gets behind the rock in time but uh it arrests all our movement so the car stops instantly it doesn't fucking hurt us uh for whatever reason i jump out and just murder the guy Uh uh-huh run further uh in like into the hills i just happen to run behind this dude as he's running like around to try and get line on some fucking snipers shoot him fair enough nate goes up to loot his body he gets shot by some dude like one shot headshot i kill both of them uh heading towards the circle there's fucking five total people left mm. uh i've left I, I helped nate up once he gets snipered by someone we have no idea who i don't help him up a second time because uh the circle's coming in. We don't have time. And I just fucking hoof it. Yep. And uh, the basically the only place with cover uh, that I had to run to uh, that isn't in the circle, uh, that is in the circle, has a dude sitting at it. And he, he's just looking at me. And I'm like, well, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Gold. Um, it's pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I like hanging out and watching the uh, the Reddit videos as well. There's some good stuff in there. I posted one, I think, last night of a guy who finds a heavy machine gun in a crate. Um, mm. And he's playing in a squad game, but he's by himself. And uh, he kind of just sits on the bridge because um, the final circle ends up on the military base. So he just sits on the, the bridge there and just murders a bunch of people that drive across. And he must take out like six cars. Uh but the best bit is that like there's one stage where like three cars come like one after the other and you must see this like like entourage of burning cars on the bridge and as you're heading towards you must be like what the fuck is all this and there's just like one dude in there with a machine gun just mowing down all these people it's pretty great he ends up winning that game with like 22 kills 
which is insane. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's so funny to watch, though. Um, I'd like to get do a stupid strategy like that and just... Because um, nobody ever wants to sit on the bridge with me. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> just- are you nuts? We've been... Me and Nate have been bridge camping like motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, just super... Like, well before this video, but... Uh, it was sort of like we were proven, we felt vindicated because, yeah, nobody ever wants to camp bridges with us either. But uh, yeah. I feel like I'm always hoarding, sorry, not hoarding, hurting people. Like, can we get the fuck out of here? <laughs> I, I hate being like out trying to out on the line all the time. Uh, I like to be very aggressive and be on top of things, but I seem to be always like, fuck, we got to go. Like, why are we still here? There's like 10 seconds left before the light needs to go. We're going to get hurt. Let's go fucking ambush some people or something. Um, I want to be proactive, but it just never seems to happen. Mm. So, oh, anyway. We'll, we'll make a bridge crew. Should make a bridge crew, yeah. Cool. Star Trek bridge crew. That's a pretty good name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't put this on here, but the reason why I haven't uh, been playing too much, I've been playing kind of solo, is I watched a bunch of Dota over the weekend, so I didn't I really- I was just thinking we should talk about that. Yeah, I didn't really want to be sitting in like a group of people, but not really 100% focused. Uh, yeah, so I'm okay with playing in a solo game and just having it on the other screen and, and listening to that and doing my own thing. Uh, so yeah, that was from like last Thursday till it ended on, um, on Sunday. I, I even got stuck watching it last night cause the games were so, uh, they ended so late. So anyway, uh, do you want to talk about that quickly? Yeah. Did you watch much of it at all or just the final? Just, just the finals. Okay. I think I watched about 80% of the games, but. Okay. Fair um, enough. Cool. Yeah. It was, I thought it was a pretty good event. A lot of cool stuff happening. Um, yeah, I still don't know if I like that single elimination format. I guess it kind of worked pretty well in terms of this tournament, um, if, you know, for the two teams that actually got in. But I still prefer the double elimination style stuff, I think, a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. It just means- Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like single elimination. I, I just think it's like such a uniquely esports type of thing, you know? Uh, the double elimination, the the gauntlet, the comeback. I, I just, I, I don't know. I like it. I, like I, I guess it, you know, they've got the the seating format there for a reason, but I don't think they played that many games in this one. Um, at least in the, like the international, they, every team plays each other at least once. I don't think that happened with this one. I think it was kind of like they played three rounds and then that was it. And they kind of... Um, they basically played three rounds and then they seeded people and then they kind of broke them up into high, middle and low tier and, and then they all played another rounds and then that's kind of how they got their seeded uh, ranking. Uh, I don't know, man. It's It was a bit strange, but uh, you saw some pretty good games up there. But the last ones were, I thought, pretty awesome. The uh, Virtus Pro versus OG. So this is um, a Russian team, or are they Ukraine? Do you know this? Versus Pro CIS, so I guess yeah, Russian. Russian. Yeah. yeah, Russia team versus OG, and um, so OG is the I guess team we've talked about the most on here because they've got uh, Anna, who's yep. an Australian, um, currently the number one ranked player in Dota two on the MMR leaderboard. I saw. Yeah, he's been like that for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Um, 
And, uh, yeah, I guess the favourites going into this, they, they actually have won three previous majors uh, since the that format kind of started. And uh, they've got a lot of experience in terms of being, like, on the main stage. Um, so I watched the first game, which was, I think, at 12 or 1 o'clock at night on the Sunday. And then I went to bed because <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, gosh, I can't stay up for this. It's going to be forever. Uh, but I watched the rest last night, which is which is cool. What do you think of the games? There's some... I thought they were all pretty... Pretty decent games. The first game in particular was uh, pretty pretty good. It like kind of swung all over the place. It looked like OG was going to lose <laughs> that first game, and then they kind of brought it back. That like that was the story of their fucking like even even after that though. I yeah I don't know. They, yeah it did. It did. It looked exactly like that. It looked like they were just being outplayed. Like they, it looked like. Had they had VP already played them? They hadn't, had they? Because that's no, because there's no fucking double elimination. Yeah, so it was, um, it was a fifty-minute game. It looks like, and the uh, Virtus Pro side were winning for f- in terms of golden net worth for uh, 40, 40 minutes in, and then they started losing team fights. And in the last three minutes, the uh, the car- the gold advantage swung into OG's side. So huge, like twenty. It looks like twenty thousand. They were in the negative uh, that they caught up with in the last ten minutes, <laughs> which is nuts. That's that crazy, is ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's like I don't know. They just they were getting dominated. They were getting fucking dominated, and then they just yeah lost some team fights, and then. Somehow OG won. I I didn't think. Well, you know, you know my my theory, right? Uh, which one? My ten minute theory. Like by by ten minutes in that game, I actually had no idea because uh, it seemed to be pretty even trades. But uh, uh, okay. But yeah, like I I didn't really have a guess. But uh, like later on um, in that game, it just seemed it seemed like there just wasn't a way back. Uh, like VP just had the, them teed up. Yeah. And then the next game made it all like made OG's comeback seem like a giant fluke. <laughs> yeah. Cause they got stomped. They got fucking stomped. And yeah, like it just, it just seemed like somehow OG had pulled out the first game, but really they'd just gotten lucky hmm. because yeah. For VP just to had them fucking had their number. Um, I think the third game was the same way, right? Like, yeah, on the stomping. Yep. Um, and yeah, it was just it was one of those things where I'm like, what is going on here? Like VP has just sorted these motherfuckers out. Like they just have them on every fucking turn. Because at that stage, uh, it was. Uh- uh, two to one after that third match. Yeah. So, uh, Virtus Pro were up. All they needed was three games to win, and that was. But like, game three, game three in particular was just rough. Uh, yeah, like they were just finding finding someone. I can't remember who. All over the fucking place. Like just every time. Uh, I wanted. I don't know. I don't. I. I can never tell. You know me. I don't know what roles people play. <laughs> uh, but 
Yeah. They're finding whoever just fucking all over the fucking map. Uh, and every time they left the safety of like, even when they were, they were safe, they were just not safe. They were just fucking ready to go. Um, I can't, I can't remember who it was. It's showing me fucking bananas for some fucking green thing. Um, uh, yeah. tree ant protector. No, no, it wasn't a giant tree. I think I'd remember a giant tree. Uh, I got no idea. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, they're just getting fucked. Uh, and then game four, I don't know, just, it was like, I don't know, it was like they went away. OG went away and came back and they're like, oh, I guess we'll just do our own thing. Um, I'll tell you what, I think it was game four where I'm like, yep, well, this game's done. Ten minutes are over and this game is done. My my system never lo- uh, fails. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, it hadn't failed for the other two games. Uh, and then it failed pretty spectacularly here. And then game five was just staggering. Yeah. Game, game five, I think, ultimately convinced me <laughs> that Dota is not a game that is won through just snowball horseshit, which I still feel League of Legends suffers a fair bit from, like deathballing or just like running away with it. Like there are numerous cases. I think my 10-minute theory would be more accurate in League of Legends than it is in Dota. Uh, But it, like, that game five between OG and VP uh, convinced me that, there is my 10 minute theory has no merit at all. Even as like, it was always just a stupid joke that I told just to annoy you. But uh, <laughs> yeah, even it, like it, it definitely, it's just pointless now. Like there's just no way. Yeah. Uh, they OG literally grabbed a, I mean, I keep, I keep, I must've, I must've, must you know, I, I try to like analyze this shit. And obviously, I don't have the background necessary necessarily to uh, to deeply analyze it. But I I, ha- I have to think that VP decided that they had an advantage and they wanted to play as safe as possible, mm-hmm. and they wanted to make sure that they had fallback positions on fallback positions on fallback positions. And they must have gone like one layer too deep, yeah, and then they were playing too defensive. Yeah, and and all all that happened was OG were given like it was just it was allowing OG the opportunity to get back. They were like split pushing their fucking balls off, and mm. then it, like it was it was a whiffed fucking BKB. Black King Bar, I want to say, or yep. Monkey Night Bar, one or the other. Uh, <laughs> the one that makes you light bar? <laughs> Monkey n- Night, I said. Oh, okay. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was a whiff, like the one that makes you immune to magic damage or whatever, yep. the magic shit. Yep. It was with that, and it li- like that literally lost VP the game. Yeah, it was. So going in, I'm just looking at the graph now. Um, at about 30 minutes in, it was 18 to 3 in terms of the kill-death ratio. Yeah. Well, sorry. Uh, Virtus Pro were on 18 kills and OG were on 3 kills. So, they were pretty much in control in that that part of the game. And then they managed to lose 
a team fight uh, like 40 minutes in, which kind of swung it back into OG's favor. And then they, yeah, that was it. Like they lost like two or three more team fights after that and they were fucked. <laughs> and that's yeah. all it kind of takes these days is for the the winning team to lose kind of one team fight, one really good team fight to bring it sort of back in even um, if they're not that far in front, but two team fights and you're, you're in a lot of trouble then. Yeah. Um, but like, I think it speaks to the, the skill of the players involved that that is something that is always a possibility. Yeah. And it speaks to the balance of the game, of course, that they've managed to make it so that it isn't just a case of, well, yeah, whatever, we'll win a t- team fight at fucking <laughs> 38 minutes in and we should be fucking fine hmm. like that is it's like a that's a last it's a last ditch thing like and they wouldn't have won that fight if it, they hadn't fucked up um whoever it was hadn't fucked up with his fucking uh bkb yeah so yeah it's i don't know man staggering shit it was such an amazing fucking game and it just it they seems just shaped out of that game and then suddenly it was all of all theirs like yeah i don't know man bananas yeah yeah i mean i watched some of the post interviews as well and 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 just even talking like those players talking about like what happened during the game and what they were thinking um and just saying like well we we kind of knew that we could win it. We had to do these things and kind of execute it. And then when VP started making mistakes, we could... And they were, like, pointing them out, saying that, like, they bought back at this stage, which they shouldn't have done that. Like, just laying out where where all their problems were that VP did. Uh, and then just saying, well, we just took advantage of that because that was something they shouldn't have done. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think that VP were very good, but it could have been an experience thing as well of of uh you know possibly them being uh like uh i don't know nerves or something like that and just kind of losing it on the day um who knows but it just it so- sounds like that the other pros are saying that there's a lot of mistakes that they kind of made towards the end there which is right yeah didn't work in their favor um but yeah anna's a freaking beast man i i watched a yeah. lot of his stuff over the weekends and there was stuff he was doing that was just insane um i saw one kill that he did where he's playing uh ember spirit and the other team had um I, i'm not sure if it was against eg maybe uh, the other team had ganked one of uh og's players and there was like four guys on this one person from og and uh one of the eg players was down quite low so anna basically uses boots of travel to to get into that lane he, he teleports onto a creep uses Ember Spirit to, uh, like, use one of his abilities and catches the guy that's really low on health, manages to kill him, and then uses his remnant to teleport back across the map. And everyone's mind was just blown because that is, like, the balls to jump in between four other players on the opposing team after someone's just died and just snake off, like, an extra kill um, that quickly was just nuts. It's just shows, why, like, what type of level this kid is playing on compared to everybody else yeah 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 that's awesome and then like them showing the replay 
and having to slow it down so that everybody could see what he's doing. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> some, like, one of the commentators just didn't even catch it. Was, what, what was going on there? Um, so, yeah, it was, it was, uh, he's pretty good right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, in- it's just inter- interesting to see that they kind of lost Miracle, who was, you know, a year, year and a bit ago, one of the best players in Dota, and they've managed to pick up you know, this 16, 17-year-old kid from Australia who's yep. now the current number one in the world. Who um, was getting fucked over by his- His old team. Yeah, too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's cool. Uh, did you- You got interviews lined up with him at all? <laughs> uh, I am desperately trying to organize one with their team manager at the moment. Uh, yeah, it's- complicated <laughs> yeah i'm super surprised that like nobody it's not bigger news in australia on all the local sites because yeah uh i don't think this win puts him on top of the net worth in australia in terms of esports prize money gotta be close but uh, i think when i looked last um like a week ago to see kind of where he was at he was about ten thousand out um if he was to win this so He's he's still up there. Like he's, I think the next tournament he'll overtake uh, KPI, um, who is playing for I think Newbie at the moment. Still, I think it's Newbie. Yeah, um, who is our other good Australian player? Anyway, I I, I quite enjoyed watching all of that. As I said uh, previously, I haven't played much in the last uh, six months, but I've definitely wa- I've keep been keeping up with the scene. I've been kind of just watching and seeing how things are panning out and i think it's in a um pretty good place at the moment especially when they added in like all the new talent abilities and um and seeing like how that's all factored into it and all the map changes and all that fun stuff yeah it's, it's still good to watch and i think the bit you point out how it's kind of unpredictable now with the the way that the games can kind of swing because a couple of years ago we were watching 20 minute games mm. uh where they were doing like the <laughs> Chinese death ball approach where they just come in, kill you in the first five minutes and do that twice and that'd be a GG. Uh, this kind of changes that on its head and flips it around. So, um, yeah, a bit longer games, a bit more exciting to watch and it's kind of the thing where anybody can really win if they execute well as a team for a couple of fights and, you know, that's the way, you know, normal sports work as well. It, it doesn't become a point where, uh, you know, in basketball, the team that scores... 10 points ahead of the other team is automatically going to win it you know yep. they can definitely claw, claw back using skill um it's not like the basket gets smaller and smaller for the <laughs> for the team that's coming you know that's coming from behind um so yeah it's it's cool i enjoy watching all that um anyway anything else to add to that one that you wanted to talk about nope uh yeah just it was good watching eh? it was good stuff um yeah just exciting to watch and stuff um i i don't know i just love watching fucking dota man Um, excited for the international (laughs) i am should be good that's soon yeah try as i might i don't think i'll be able to go over though gutted yeah all right next time and then you can sneak me in your baggage totally yeah yep what else we got Uh, what what you uh you did a, a stream on the weekend i did i did a stream for uh you can um with the sony foundation 
Uh, so I wasn't streaming. I was hosting uh, alongside Lou Flu. Who is Lou Flu? Loser. Oh, Loser Fruits. Yeah. Sorry. I thought you said Lou Flu. No, Lou Flu. Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, that's what they were calling her. Uh, okay, fair enough. Fafsi. Uh, and or Fasfi, I don't know, whatever, however, and some dude whose name I can't remember. Um, so yeah, I was hosting. Uh, I got I got in there. I had to fucking get up at four thirty in the morning. Um, that's, that's when I go to bed. Yeah, it was very early. Uh, I get there. Uh, yeah, everyone is running on fucking empty. Like, everyone behind the scenes is running on empty. Nobody is able to tell me what the fuck is going on or anything like that. They're just like, <laughs> yep, here you go. You'll have this in your ear. So, we'll be able to talk to you. Uh, basically, all you need to do is say these certain things and then, uh, like, you know, just remind people to donate. Uh, we've got a challenge. Uh, if you make it to 10500 bucks during your time, then um, you'll... Uh, someone will have to eat an entire chocolate cake, uh, and then yeah, that was it. Were you like, look, I'll do that for free? Uh, I did, I did say that. <laughs> I'll do that now. We don't have to do the goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, they sent me out there with a fucking microphone and like go and host. Um, just sort of you know talk, talk to the hosters, talk about what they're doing, uh, try and manage them like make them do things i'm like uh, okay uh so they just don't yell at them no uh like they didn't they didn't know who i was i didn't know who they were uh <laughs> it was it was kind of complicated i just had to meet them on the spot and just fucking but like not give away the fact that nobody knew what the fuck was going on uh so i just sort of rolled with it it was fine uh yeah. were they like was- who is this old man yeah yeah, <laughs> yelling at it. Um, but they were just playing Grand Theft Auto, and I was just uh, ah. talking, talking about the things they were doing, and reminding people to donate, and engaging with the chat stream, and trying to encourage them. Fastly had never played Grand Theft Auto before, so I was trying to tell her how to do certain things, how to rob a liquor store, stuff like that. Uh, it seemed to go forever, to be honest. Uh, and then, like, I'm like, oh, God. Uh, I get my first notification through the earpiece. And they're like, hey, Job, um, you have to uh, – oh, we, we've just hit 7 o'clock. So, uh, you have to, like, say, we've just hit 21 hours in. And I'm like, oh, my God, 7 o'clock? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding? What time did you start? Uh, six. Oh, um, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so it had only been one hour. I thought it had been fucking 15 hours. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, 7 o'clock. Um, and I start, like, trying to pitch for people to, like, nominate stupid shit that they that the others have to do. And somehow I managed to, like, some people pitched that they donate a, a dollar for every single push-up that the guy could do. And, uh, and multiple people chimed in that they'd donate a dollar for every single push-up that uh lou flu could do and um (laughs) yeah so like right there we made like 150 bucks which was pretty good uh put us pretty close to the the chocolate cake and i kept like 
telling them telling the streamers that they'd get to eat chocolate cake if we could just make it to eat uh, make it to 10,500 and we're only 200 away and they're like tell us like tell us how we really want to eat the chocolate cake anyway the fucking uh we get, we make it we made it to 10,500 somehow uh i think people like suddenly people just started donating like huge chunks like 300 bucks at a time mm-hmm. i think i made more in my section than like the the previous two segments combined but cool. i don't think really any of it was on me i think it was just a matter of timing uh and uh yeah so they had to eat the chocolate cake and then uh d yoshi uh, walks out and he's like, well, I'm here to eat the chocolate cake. And I thought the fucking three streamers who were on stage were going to fucking murder him. They were not happy. Uh, they didn't tell me, like, I thought there was a boom mic pointed at the fucking stage that they could turn on. They didn't tell me that when they're on the stage, nobody can hear what the fuck they're saying and I'm supposed to hold a mic to their face. They, did, they still didn't tell me that. Even there was like a fucking 30 minute section of these guys eating this fucking cake and they didn't say this once nobody told me nobody could hear anything they were saying uh ridiculous Hmm. so and i had no idea how the fuck am i supposed to tell i can't like i can't read the stream while they're we're out on the main stage i can't like hear what's going on in the stream hear what people can hear i have no fucking frame of reference oh my god i that that bugged the shit out of me because we could have like they were you know being entertaining and shit uh anyway yeah D. Yoshi comes out with a fucking knife and fork uh, to eat this cake. And I'm like, no, mate, you got to eat it with your hands. And he's like, no, no, I've got places to be. I don't want to get cake everywhere. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's for charity. Eat it with your hands. You can wash your hands. So like, no, no, I won't do it. And he gets like, he digs into the cake and gets like one spoonful. And it's like, this is, this, okay, so this is how I spend the next two hours of my fucking life watching this dude slowly eat a chocolate cake. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, nah, the uh, the other streamers were having none of it. They decided that they had to eat yep. the chocolate cake. So but- that's how Brad died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they just they just like shoved him off stage, basically. And um, yeah, they were like, "No, we'll just eat it. We'll eat it, but we won't use our hands." And so they were just like face planting into this chocolate cake. Uh, they went at it. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm. Ve- I'm actually quite glad that you couldn't see me. Because the camera had focused on the the people eating the cake, I'm quite glad you couldn't see me because I was, I don't know, generally surprised. I suppose uh, there was one moment when they all went to eat it at once that I thought was particularly pornographic. Uh, but yeah, otherwise uh, they ate the cake. We made another thousand dollars out of the cake, which was pretty good. Uh, and the dude, I wish I could remember his name. He's actually a really cool guy, uh, really friendly, um, super angry gamer bro or something. I don't know. <laughs> super, is that not your nickname? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he's got a. Um, he wound up having to eat like there was one. There was one dude who apparently had like his the fucking corporate checkbook <laughs> and he, this dude was like legit just like here's a here's a challenge uh this guy has to like torbjorn let's call him torbjorn torbjorn had to fucking like paint his face with vegemite and we're like no you can't do that because uh, that will just look like he's going blackface so 
no uh no no facebook and he's like well he has to what about paint a mural on his back with vegemite we're like seems okay and then we get to do it and he's like no 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 there's no showers here i can't like i can't walk around with fucking vegemite on my back for the rest of eternity and we're like okay fair enough what if he eats an entire spoonful of vegemite tipped in honey and the guy's like yeah fine so he did it and uh he was like, I thought he was going to cry. He, he did not look well. But yeah, um, yeah, it was uh, pretty good. It was like you know we raised some money right at the end, um, like the last hour ish. I get called off stage, and you know she has to host in my space for five minutes, uh, uh, which. Yeah, I wasn't. I would, I'd finally like come to, like it was my space. I'd finally. I I was getting like we, me and the streamers were all getting along fine and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, fuck out of here. Okay, fine. Okay. This old man is not too bad. Yeah, this old guy <laughs> he smells okay. funny, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I come out there and they're like, um. Yeah, so you're going to have to... So what we're going to do is uh, you've got to interview um, this kid, Nathaniel, hmm. uh, who's been through the UCAM program, and then we'll get you to interview uh, Cyrus, who is a Sony music artist. And I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about these people, so why am I going to talk to them about it? And they're like, we'll, just, we'll feed you questions through the headset. <laughs> this can't go wrong. <laughs> So I get out on stage and they're like, um, okay, so Nathaniel has been through the UCAM program uh, and then I don't hear anything. And I can't hear anything out of my fucking my earpiece anymore. I'm not hearing anything. So I'm just like, so uh, tell us why UCAM is important to you. And I don't know, like the dude, he must have like, I don't know, read it. He read the room and he's like, well, uh this dude clearly has no idea what the fuck he's doing. This this host dude has no idea what the fuck he's doing. Uh, every other host appears to be wearing a suit, and this dude showed up in a fucking dad jumper or a pullover sweater. Because uh, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck, I guess. Uh, and he is asking me random questions. And, yeah, he just went with it. He just started answering questions and uh, telling me about UCAN. I actually learned way more about UCAN from him than I did from any other thing. Uh, despite going on a fucking hosting a stream foundation about them. Uh, yeah, he was just super informative and well-spoken and he's like, you know, clearly been through some shit, but he came out the other side and he's super positive and yeah, it's really fucking cool. And I was stoked. It's like, he was a really cool kid. Mm-hmm. We talked about like FIFA because he was uh, going to play FIFA after the interviews were over. He was going to play FIFA on the stream for a bit. He seemed super excited to be like streaming because he watches heaps of streams. Like when he's he's telling me when he's in hospital, uh, like if he's got Wi-Fi, then he he'll like just sit there and watch streams all day, and it's a really great way for him to cope and all this kind of shit. And I'm like, cool. Uh, and yeah, he was like fucking excited to be on a stream himself. Um, and then yeah, Cyrus came out and. Uh, they were like the like the producer will tell you. I think my bat the battery on my fucking wireless 
earpiece pack must have died or something but uh there wasn't time to like cyrus came walking straight out uh but yeah the producer was supposed to feed me the 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 questions i was supposed to ask cyrus uh i had no idea so i'm like uh tell us why you're involved with you can uh and he i don't know went with that for a bit and then we talked about fifa uh he talked about how when he plays fifa he only plays international sides which i think is insane but uh yeah mm-hmm. that was about it then he and Nathaniel and a third person who nobody told me was coming out, but was apparently another member of the UCAN program. Uh, so another kid with cancer, who'd, like been through some shit, uh, came out and they were like playing some FIFA, but they had them all on separate fucking PCs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hang on, no, no, no. Like, what, what's going on here? Like, just plug in, plug the controllers all into the same one, and we'll just go off this, that one. Uh, we'll all just play off the same same controller, so you can play against each other. Hmm. And like they seemed down with it. Um, the stream eventually caught up to where <laughs> I was at. While we had like they had this split screen setup yeah. uh, with like one one screen on a menu and one screen on a menu, and then a third screen with three people playing on it. Uh, but eventually, they switched it to just the the one screen with all the people playing on it, uh, playing together. And yeah, they were like. They chucked their headsets on, they were commentating, and I was doing my best commentary. Uh, I should also point out that on fucking Saturday morning, I woke up and I'd half lost my voice. And uh, I woke up on Sunday morning at 4.30 in the morning and uh, couldn't talk at all. But eventually, like, I gargled my way through to being able to talk. By this point, by, like, the end of this stream, I had lost my voice. Didn't get it back until about midday. It was pretty good. Solid. And yeah, that's about it. Sounds fun. It was. Except the bits it didn't. Um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> it was a bit of a fucking train wreck, but uh but it wound up being like oh, I, I enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. yeah, like it was for a really, really good cause. And the uh the guys well the kids going through it or I don't know, whatever, teens I suppose, young adults going through it. Like they need that sort of shit. Like it's one of those situations where it's they're just sort of forgotten about. Like they they exist in this space where people just don't think about what it must be like to be a teenager, either being dumped in a children's ward and being way too old for everyone around you, or being dumped in a fucking adults ward and being surrounded by people who are usually 40 to 50 years older than you and there's just no one around who could possibly understand what you are like you're you personally are going through but if they dump you all in the same ward to like or with people around the same age as you it's a little bit easier and it increases morale and yeah shit like that yeah so it's just yeah just a really good good cause Awesome. Um, Did you tell Fastby that we were talking about it for three weeks straight? (laughs) Because she got fucked over by her old (laughs) management. I did not. (laughs) Fastby, tell us about your uh, experiences with esports. No. (laughs) Tell us what you really think of Tainted Minds. My lord. Uh, Yeah, no, I I didn't mention that. Yeah. Didn't didn't come up, I guess. Um, Yeah. But, yeah. 
awesome. Um, what else we got here? Gigabyte. What you went to some gigabyte thing today? Is that what you? Yeah, about? I launched a laptop. I thought I thought I mentioned it enough. I don't know. It's a 15 inch laptop that might actually be better than my current fucking la- uh, PC, which is depressing. But it's only got one screen, so yeah. my PC wins. Uh, Twenty eight hundred dollars bananas for. But it's got a full 1060 in it, which is it actually play Battlegrounds. You can play Battlegrounds on the go. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's the dream. That's the dream. Uh, Prey. Prey. I haven't Video played game. Prey. But uh, I did talk to Rafael Colantonio. Okay. It's the uh, co-creative director slash founder of Arcane Studios. And because uh, he was in, in Sydney, uh, I was talking to him and he was saying, uh, I don't know, he revealed, I thought it was pretty cool. Like I had like, they were like, you've got as much time as you like with him. And I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, first question, like a three word answer. I'm like, well, <laughs> the sound's gonna gonna go. I can need heaps of time. Second question, three word answer. Oh, fuck. Uh, and then I just, I do like, I've got this, this pro level internet uh, interview technique that I use when they tell me I've got as much time as possible yeah. is, uh, I will just ask the same question with different words <laughs> until they give me fucking proper answers. <laughs> and You're like, who I- the fuck came in here before me? <laughs> Doing the sour mood. um so yeah i just asked yeah i just asked the same question until they give me an answer that i want um uh, that's yeah that's my pro level interview technique uh and yeah he gave me like i just pestered him to tell me uh i think my question was uh like tell me one of the times when uh the systems interacted in a way that was utterly unexpected for you guys. And he was telling, he wound up telling me about how, uh, ultimately the, uh, design of the aliens, it wasn't actually about the systems. I think he was just telling me something. He's just like, here's, here's something I haven't told anyone else. This will work. Uh, but it worked. It's good enough for me to be honest. Uh, Tommy, uh, yeah. The design of the aliens was, uh, basically, they like one of their lead animators had created a new animation that he was super proud of, uh, and hadn't bothered, like wanted to show it to the higher ups before actually, and didn't want to send it to art to get it like textured and shit. So he just sent it over. Uh, and while like the video of it that he sent over got like artifacted on the way over, uh, like compressed and, sort of yeah blurred out and uh they played it and uh yeah raph was like oh my god that's it that's those are our aliens and they were just these untextured blurry things that like didn't really fit within the world and uh and yeah that's how they came to the design of the alien was uh yeah this weird sort of semi-goof but it worked which is pretty cool and uh, the other interesting tidbit that he told me was that the glue gun, which is basically the fucking star of Prey, uh, he spent 75% of the development of Prey trying to have the glue gun removed because <laughs> he didn't like it. <laughs> Why is that? 
Uh, he thought it took up too much, too like too many resources of the team. Like it was, it was just an inefficient way for them to go about making the game. And uh, it, like it, their lead gameplay designer basically had to have fights with him to yeah. keep it in the game. Um, because they had to dedicate, he was saying they had to dedicate one, uh, like an entire team to just the glue gun alone. Uh, and yeah. So I, I actually, I asked him if the mimic system was like super heavy duty for them, like yeah. super heavy duty resource wise. And he was like, not, not, not even close to the most resource heavy thing in the game. Um, yeah, so it wound up being a good interview. I just had to, you know, drag it out of him. Oh, yeah, I saw him doing a, the rounds at a couple of places recently. Yep. Well, he was on the um, he was on the stream, the UK stream, directly after I was. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was leaving, and he was coming on. I'm like, okay, fair enough. He was just doing a quick interview, but yeah. Yep. Nice. All right. Should we talk about Quake? Yep. <laughs> it's it's got problems. It's got problems. Quake Champions. The um, I, I guess it's a beta. Is it a beta? I can't remember. Um. Yeah, it's closed beta. Closed beta. Running yep. at the moment. Uh, we got some keys sent over over the weekend, which the uh, the Australian servers also went up. So yep. we were playing on that, and uh, embargo lifted today, or, or the NDA lifted today on that one. So we can now talk about it. And um, I guess we don't have too many positive things to say about it. I would, I would guess. <laughs> uh, you would guess correctly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been it's been rough, man. Look, like there's there's this situation, right? There's a situation where I think that ultimately, uh, as old school arena shooter players, right, as, as arena shooter gamers, mm-hmm. as competitive, like competitive, not competitive gamers, but competitive natured gamers, we grew up with this idea of what an arena shooter should be, and we grew up with this idea of what Quake Three was. And I don't think, and well, actually, before I get there, mm-hmm. my my initial impressions with Quake Champions were unbelievably negative because nothing felt correct. And it's one of those situations where you've got to like really fucking dig in to get to a point where you're certain that it's not just like a rejection of uh, someone, I guess poisoning your nostalgia right like does that make sense like yeah yeah. using nostalgia against you or whatever instead it's a uh like you you've got to make sure it's not just the nostalgia making you think the game is bad because like, you know, the railgun doesn't fucking, the timing on the railgun is weird or the rockets don't fly. Well, actually the rocket, the I thought the rocket launch, <laughs> rocket launch was pretty good, but uh, yeah, like you don't necessarily jump the correct way all the time and like stuff like that sort of. Yeah. Like it seems like the, there's potential there, but, a lot of it is just like, what the, like they're, pr- they're close. Like 
there's just things that that are in that game that I just don't understand why they're in there and they just feel off. Um, but it sort of feels like they've got they got something going. There's just they need more time with it for sure. Um, and they need, like I don't agree with the hero the cl- or champion system at all. I think no. that's stupid. Um, the uh, my biggest complaints were like the weapons don't feel that, like switching between them. It's supposed to be like a fast paced game where there's uh you know not a lot of downtime. You're supposed yep. to be able to switch between weapons really quickly. That's not the case here. It's like a a strange. You're waiting for a reload animation to play out or something, and then you can switch weapons. Uh, I thought my default hotkeys weren't working. Um, sorry, not my default, because I actually went in and changed all my hotkeys to my old Quake 3 layout, because I still know what all the buttons are. And when I got into my first game, I was like, what the fuck? Why is why can I not lightning gun? What, what is going on? And yeah. and then after that game finished, I went back into my menu and, and I looked and I was like, but lightning gun's already hotkeyed. I don't understand. And it wasn't until like I started stuffing around with the game and I was like, oh, it's not that the hotkey's not working. It's that I'm switching weapons too quickly. Uh, yep. I'm not waiting for the rocket launcher to finish reloading or the railgun to finish reloading before I'm switching. So I'm pressing it two or three times and nothing's happening. Um, so, you know, being quite new to the game, I couldn't figure out if I didn't have ammo for it or if I was pressing the wrong gun, uh, wrong buttons or if the hotkeys weren't working. And after like a bunch of playing around, I, was, I just figured out that, oh, this is just how this is. It's It's slow. Um, and they they definitely need to change that. It doesn't feel right at all. So that was probably my biggest gripe that I had when I first jumped in. That was the thing that stood out the most. But then as I kept playing, it just more and more things just really, really annoyed the crap out of me. Like the, there's like a red icon above everybody's head that says I should shoot this person, which you don't mm-hmm. need because yep. you should be shooting everybody, especially in like, uh, a deathmatch game. It doesn't Pretty fucking early, matter yeah. if there's a red icon above and you just shoot the other person. In team deathmatch, the way you fix that is you put names above your teammates' heads. You don't put icons above the people you're supposed to be shooting. That's just counterintuitive. Like, what? who made that design decision that thought, you know what, uh, we'll make it really accessible so that when you, you know who you should be shooting at, we'll put an arrow above their, uh, above their player's model. Um, that's dumb. So they need to completely scrap that. Uh, the bunny hopping is, it doesn't feel right. Like there's the momentum behind it is really strange. And especially when you be like either get stuck on the environment within the, mm. um, you know, maybe like a, a part of the wall that's sticking out or like a cliff face or something. It just, you just suddenly stop. Uh, I found it very hard to, to maneuver around corners in some instances. It just didn't feel like I had enough control over what I was doing. And then if I moved too far in a certain direction, you just slowed down completely. Um, So that didn't feel right at all. But uh, there's issues with the lag and the net code. I've had instances where uh, it looked like people were jittering around the screen, like really stuttering. And you'd look at their ping and their ping seemed fine. Like everybody was below, you know, 60 to 70 in the server. So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, and then getting into the stuff with like the champions and how that stuff works. I don't agree at all with how any of it is being implemented, both on the 
uh, buying heroes and then also the way they're implemented into the, the deathmatch. Like, it doesn't make any sense why some of these characters are in there. Um, and I hope that they add, like, a mode where there is none of that um, ability stuff. It's just plain old, maybe call it classic or something, classic Quake. And I'm sure that'll be the mode everyone plays. At least I Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's Quake points or something that you use to buy champions. Mm. And that seems like the real money uh, that you spend in the game. I don't know how much it is. I didn't really look into that, but... Uh, you can rent champions per day, it looks like. Yeah. And that is how they've got their, um, you know, well, it's not really, uh, it's free to play, so to speak. You can you can play the game, you earn credits, and then you can use those credits to rent uh, characters. But I guess we need to see how much those uh, characters will be for real money. I, I haven't really looked into it. Do you know at all off the top of your head? No, no, not yet. But uh, it, I don't know I'm defaulting to the fucking ranger. <laughs> defaulting to like the worst. I figure it'll be the worst. Whatever the oh, worst okay. possibility is, that's probably going to be it. The the existence of being able to rent for twenty four hours, and the twenty four hours being like, uh, at, like not fucking playtime based indicates to me that it's it's about fucking milking people mm-hmm. as opposed to providing a service and to me that is not positive that's not a fucking good thing yeah uh, which is really weird because they've got what seems like a pretty decent customization system in terms of uh you know like cosmetic stuff um i don't think it's structured very well it, it's very clunkily put together but the UI the, is a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's a nightmare to, to navigate, but there seems to be a lot of stuff in there and there's a lot of potential for having a variety of, you know, the way your characters look. And they could easily just go down that route and just have, all right, we'll, we'll like the same thing Dota does. Have everyone be a playable character, but yeah. all the items, oh, sorry, all the cosmetic items are, um, you know, uh, different color shades or uh, different armor variety types and just have that the stuff that you purchase. Um, as opposed to every uh, every champion that's in the game, you know, you've got to currently buy them to play them. Uh, so I, I don't ag- agree with that pricing model at all. Yep. Yeah, man. Like the pricing, the the pricing model is like it's not even fucking. It's not even at the top of my list though, and it's. And I reject it so wholeheartedly and it's still not the top of my fucking problems with this game, which is really depressing. I find it very depressing. Played for about four hours on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I kept playing it. Like, my my initial reaction was, like, after playing, like, three games, I'm like, fuck this game. I'm deleting it. Like, fuck this shit. I don't have time to do this. But I, I had to, like, I had to... F- force myself for a bit to fucking get in and do it properly and fucking look into it properly. And I started to like get a feel for the characters and get a feel for the timing and the way people move and shit like that. And, uh, yeah, I, I started to understand it a bit better. Like all the characters all move different, right? Like they all move very different to one another. So, uh, the like the but the their movement systems as well are different, which 
is, I think, quite interesting while also being, uh, I don't know, not necessarily a good thing. I think it's a, I think they use it as a fucking, uh, like they're using it as a bridge to increasing the skill differentiation between players. Okay. Because they, like, knowing how such, like, one player move, I don't give a fuck about the names of most of them. Uh, knowing how anarchy moves, though, right? That's to do with the skateboard. Uh, knowing how anarchy moves and knowing that it's different to Ranger, right? And knowing that it, with that in mind, you know, the speed is different with that, like, all these things in mind, you have to aim different for your railgun snaps. You have to time your rockets a bit different. Uh, you need to, yeah, like, just adjust with each uh, weapon, right? There, there's a little skill differentiation in there, but it's not significant, right? Like we're talking, we're not talking huge differences because if there were massive differences, the reality of the situation would be that some characters would have a significant advantage and they can't create characters that have a significant advantage without it being blatantly pay to win because the only way to get a fucking character forever is to pay for it yeah so i yeah so i mean it informs the 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 fucking monetization informs but it's only a part of my problem with i mean i i think my biggest problem with it is i you you can't have a fucking chance a heroes based game and have the only fucking look you can't i don't think free for all is a game mode that exists in a game with champions because there's the same one (laughs) Yeah, either everyone like yeah, everyone picks the same fucking thing, the the most powerful one, right? Like whatever the most powerful one and whatever the Whatever's meta broken is at that time. Yeah. Exactly. The top three uh, broken heroes, that's what everyone's playing. And so if they're doing real money shit to release new characters and they do it like basically every other fucking game ever has, then yeah. It'll be the new character. The new character is grossly broken and at a significant advantage. Um so yeah, free for all doesn't exist in equate champions with with powers, which means you have to r- remove the powers, which means you have to remove the movement systems of each character, uh, or you have to restrict everyone to a single character. Uh, you also have to remove the differences in health and all that kind of shit. Actually, you can't just yeah, because the hitboxes are different for every single fucking character. You can't um, just change them all to one default movement system. You basically have to restrict everyone to one character. Uh, One character and no powers, basically. Um, So, yeah, there's that. You have to... That's that's the only way free-for-all works, in my opinion. You can't have it with fucking champions. You can't have Team Deathmatch be your fucking focus, your goal, your main fucking mode in a fucking champions game because people don't create... like Champions aren't created for team deathmatch right there's no interesting way to make a champion for deathmatch you, you get one like there are two there are two options for a champion created with deathmatch in mind there are uh assassins and escape artists okay those are the two fucking options you have you have those who can get away right 
who who have the special ability to survive longer than others and then you have those who have the special ability to kill harder than others uh like kill more efficiently than others those are the two types assassins kill more efficiently escape artists are able to survive more efficiently those that, that's how that's how you fucking create characters uh for a team deathmatch uh champion game and that's what's happened in quake champions i didn't see anything that's like fucking veered from that sort of fucking those two yeah. ideas like a, a a team healer or something right you yeah. can't have you can't have a fucking healer well there is a uh, healer but he heals himself uh, it's a she and Sorry, uh, she. Yeah. yeah and yeah she heals herself and she's just, that's just a survival that's just survival uh that she's just a more efficient survivor so she's just a fucking escape artist and so you can't have team deathmatch be your f- main focus without it dramatically uh, affecting the rest of your fucking game. Uh, like so, without any objective modes, without like at the very least capture the flag. Quake Champions is fucking dead in the water. If team deathmatch is all they've got, I genuinely don't like. They can go fuck themselves. I'm never playing it because I'm not playing team deathmatch for the. I don't know. I personally never want to t- play team deathmatch for another fucking second in my entire life. I hate it. Quite, like, but capture the flag is going to be in its own fucking problem. It's going to be its own fucking challenge because, like, what the fuck? They haven't balanced any of these fucking like things. They haven't balanced any of the fucking champions for capture the flag. That the chick who heals herself if she puts that spike on the ground and an enemy runs into it, it does fucking. I think it was seventy five fucking damage. That's a one shot kill on Anarchy. Mm-hmm. That is a like you can one shot one of the characters. So yeah, okay. So that's the default. This is my this is my problem, right? Who who at ID or whoever it is who's making fucking Quake Champions? Well, it's not ID, is it? It's the I'm other not guys. convinced it's ID, but uh, yeah. Who there sat down and said, okay, what is what's a competitive game of Quake Champions look like? Is it Team Deathmatch? Let's say it is team deathmatch. How does it? How does it competitive? They talk about how they think it's going to be an esport. They talk about how you know this is the year for it. Uh, this is the year for the resurgence. They've made it all. They've you know they've got watchability in it and all this kind of shit. They've added fucking numbers pinging off players so that everyone can tell what the fuck is going on when they get hit and stuff like that. All this kind of shit, right? They've added all this stuff to make it so that. Everyone can watch it. They can all be excited. Oh, champion abilities so that there's uh, the option for a massive comeback thanks to a great use of an ability, a skill shot ability or something like that. All this kind of shit, right? So, competitive team deathmatch. It's the prime team deathmatch is the primary game mode. Competitive team deathmatch. How does that look? How does a competitive team deathmatch look in any game ever? It is a fucking death ball. It is two death balls rolling around a fucking map, clashing into one another, seeing what they can get away with. Because the reality is, Team Deathmatch, right? This is, I've told this story, I don't know, a fucking billion times before, right? But the trick with Team Deathmatch is that you don't need, you don't need to, like, fucking, you just need to out-survive, your enemy you just need to live longer than your enemy you need to have one less kill than them to win it's not about fucking killing them it's about getting away without having died 
And that's that's the problem with a team deathmatch competitive game is that everyone just gets together and then they roll around the map poking at one another until they can get a fucking kill. Hmm. It doesn't like if one if one person dies on one team, right? That doesn't change anything, right? It doesn't suddenly become a fucking oh, everyone go in. Yes. No, that doesn't happen, right? Nobody fucking goes in cuz they've lost one. Right, they just stick and move, and they try and find that one wherever the fuck they've respawned, and they go again. What does it come down to then? It comes down to fucking RNG. It comes down to the RNG of the spawns, who can cluster up as fast as possible, uh, and who can control the map in areas where they can deny certain things. In the like, uh, using campgrounds as an example, Q3 DM6, right? All you would do is you would bounce between the railgun, the rocket launcher, and the mega health. And all you would need to do is deny those areas. They've done a little bit of stuff to manage that. Actually, like they've made a, a couple of map changes to manage that, which I think they did, like, were actually good changes. But uh, nevertheless, it's like it's not really enough they changed where the quad damage is in q3 dm6 uh so in quake champions is now upstairs next to a teleport which is actually a pretty good area for fucking conflict uh it's near the mega health spawn um you can actually like teleport up there you don't have only bounce pad access stuff like that like there's there are some uh yeah they've done some stuff to change the map which is good but uh it's it's not enough Right, you would still, as a team, just cluster and go. Maybe you give up on the fucking railgun, and you just, or because you, you've got the rocket launcher, so you've got that one arch that you'd need to deny, and then you need to deny the teleport, and then you need to deny the mega health, and that's about it. I guess you, you could bounce down, grab the armor down the stairs, uh, down the bottom, uh, and get back up. So then, you know, you've got access to armor at all times. Yeah, maybe you don't even fucking deny the fucking railgun. So you as a group, whoever spawns, whichever team spawns close to the rocket launcher, basically wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to, sh- like, uh, as the other team, you need to push them off. And that's that's team deathmatch. There's no fucking objective. There's no reason for them to leave their fucking rotation. There's no reason for them to deviate from the fucking game plan of rolling between three uh, like points you when there are no objectives objectives are defined by the map pickups which are the rocket launcher the mega health and quad damage which would spawn uh and would turn one team into a, a massive massive uh like give one team a massive advantage when they already have an advantage of map position yeah yeah and i think we we um we watched a video recently. I don't know if you saw it, but of like one of the Australian Quake guys talking about um, it was him playing, I think Quake Live or something like that. But him commentating while playing his own game mm. and, and saying, basically going through like his thought process and, and being like, "Well, uh, you know, I, I've won. I basically won this game because I've got map control, and he's made a mistake by doing this, and uh, I'm now two kills up, so there's no way he can come back, even though." Like in his mind, uh, there's like there's nothing that can like spiral out of control and kind of happen because he's got the advantage of where he should be. Like he's yep. denying all the armor, he's denying the rocket launcher spawn, the uh, railgun. Like there's nothing that this other person can do to come back from this game because they they're in the prime position. Yeah, um, and having that play out as like an esport is not 
that fun to watch with with you know what they're doing with this um so yeah i think there's still a lot they've got to kind of fix especially when they're going they're they're trying to make it so close to quake 3 arena but also put in these abilities it just um it it feels like a a clone but it doesn't it's like it's not close enough yeah if they were trying to do something that was different and they should have just done something that was different and not tried to keep it so so similar um because then you just start becoming like uh looking at comparisons and saying well they've tried to do this but it doesn't feel like it it doesn't feel like a bunny hopping system it's something not right about it or the railgun feels off for some reason um so yeah i don't know there's definitely things about it that well most of it i don't like all it took for me was like two games that i was like this is not this has got problems um yeah yeah i I didn't want to leave it at just the two games you know i I didn't want to leave it there because i wanted to get to get past that point Mm -hmm. i guess but um it's like you can see like yeah like you said you can tell it's got problems um it's yeah well i i I definitely played a uh, more that's not Um, what yeah that i didn't mean no no but the other thing i noticed was i started getting put in matches where um, I was playing uh, just free-for-all, just deathmatch, and the games were going for 10 minutes um, around, and I think there was a score limit as well, I'm not too sure, um, maybe 50 kills or something like that, 50, 60 kills. Uh, but it kept putting me in, in games with like two minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to play a game that's been running for eight minutes. Put me in a new game. We, we tried to queue up a couple of times because, again, um, there's a friend system within the game, but you can't play with your friends in deathmatch. You have to play team deathmatch, which is a bit shit. Because um, maybe I would just like to play normal deathmatch. That'd yep. be fun. Uh, anyway, whatever, forever, whatever reason, they that's not in there. So we were trying to queue up in deathmatch and trying to get the same servers. And yeah, that didn't happen at all. Like I was queuing up at the same time as you guys. And like you guys would get into a server that hadn't... Um, started yet but i'm getting thrown into a match with three minutes left on the the scoreboard like that just doesn't make much sense as to what's going on there there's clearly there's clearly a a server that's free uh why should i be punished (laughs) because that's not fun for me to play getting into a game that's nearly done Uh, and there's easy ways to fix that i think you you punish people that i know this is not a beta it's not you know the full thing but they've got to have things in there to stop people from doing that uh put a system in there so if people do drop out maybe they can't play for a couple minutes or something or or um put that as a negative mark against them in some way and if they do that too many times then um yeah have some sort of punishment i i don't think it's fair on uh having you know so it's not a long game it's 10 minutes uh and if you can't stay in there for 10 minutes then you shouldn't be allowed to ruin other people's experiences Uh, I'm sure there's ways to to sort that out, but it's just odd that, you know, you're putting other players into a game that's already been going for uh, five or six minutes, and that's not a fun experience for for those people to get into. Yeah. Anyway, that was annoying, because that happened like three games straight, where I got... I was trying to play, and it kept putting me into already in-progress games that were nearly done. Yeah, or you know, you wait fucking a minute and a half in matchmaking to get into a fucking 
3v3 game that lasts fucking six minutes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, uh, that was whatever the opposite of fun is. Uh, yeah, that sucked. Great. Anyway, yeah, I don't know, man. Didn't enjoy it. We'll continue to play it to try and get to the fucking bottom of what's wrong there. Yeah, uh, they um they sent out a survey as well, and I got like three pages in, and I got too angry. I had to close it. <laughs> I felt like it would have been there forever writing this thing. Yeah. Maybe I just sent him a link to this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Mm. Uh, I'm curious to see if anyone else played it that was um, in this. Let us know what you thought. Are we being yeah. grumpy? Way too harsh. Quake players? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. But, yeah. Mm. Fire out, man. Not looking good. No. Because, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same guys that made Doom, right? The, the Doom multiplayer. Uh, is it? I didn't know. I, I didn't know it was confirmed. I thought it was, was just... I thought it was just the operating theory. Mm, I I thought I remember seeing something when this first came out. Um, yeah, okay. I'm just, Fair enough. I'm just looking it up now to try and figure out who worked on that. Uh, it doesn't say for some reason uh, when did that come out last year yes yeah it doesn't say Mm. Mm. I definitely know there was another studio that made that multiplayer for Doom yeah yeah 100% that's that's definitely true I just didn't know they were working on this yeah a uh, certain affinity, I believe it was called. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just... Yes. Uh, hmm. It's not uh, listed yeah. here. Which is strange, because I, I remember someone... Maybe they've been removing it <laughs> from, like, the Wikipedia page. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not here anymore. Well, it's on the it's, it's on the certainaffinity.com page. Oh, uh, okay. But uh yeah. Dunno. Anyway, it's strange. Alright. Should we move on to some news? Yep. What do we got here? Uh Call of Duty WWII was announced mm-hmm. last uh Officially. Officially announced last week. Yep. World War Two. It's a dumb name. Yep. What happens if they need to make a sequel to this? World War 2-2. Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two? Yep. Yes. Okay. Maybe they're just... Did you put like a hyphen in there or something? No. Just 2-2. Two, two. Just 2-2? Two, two? Just yep. an extra two more eyes at the end? Yep. Like a space and then two more eyes? Two more eyes, yep. Okay. Yeah, that'll That's work. the game plan. I think so. Right. Um, yeah. Um, what do you think of the trailer? Yeah, it was okay. Looks alright. Yeah, it looks alright. I read this thing on The Guardian, uh, unbelievably fucking inflammatory um, headline, but uh, wound up and like, I don't know, 1,300 words and the first 1,000 words were just fluff to get to a point that was 300 words long. But the point was ultimately... uh, 
there's like there has to be a point where striving for realism might not be the best way to serve your story when maybe like you should be going for something more along the lines of uh what was that fucking gearbox game that never came out the world war ii one that was uh band of brothers maybe not band of brothers uh brothers in arms brothers in arms yeah um the the goofy one though like yeah it was like borderlands meets brothers in arms yeah yeah i think it was just called brothers in arms maybe we reach a point where you're better off going for that going for heavily stylized so that you don't have to like answer questions like why does the why is the fucking stooker that is seen flying in the trailer why is that a g variant when G variant stookers were only seen in the fucking uh, Eastern Front of World War Two, and this is a story that is allegedly only being told from the perspective of an American on the Western Front. Mm-hmm. Why is that plane there? Then you know, if you're going to go for realism, there are so many other things that you have to really worry about. When if you just go for fucking, I don't know, stylized history then you can sort of avoid those problems. I don't think anyone has a ne- like necessarily a problem with stylized history. Nobody had a problem in Battlefield 1. Uh, like, I, Well, not nobody, but most people didn't have a problem in Battlefield 1 with the idea that, yeah, like for gameplay purposes, we are not all using bolt-action pieces of shit, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. We understand that World War 1 was dominated by garbage guns, but uh, it's actually a lot more fun if we use fun guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they only so to, but to do that right, like they they still went for realism. They just clearly delineated between the fucking single player and the multiplayer. And so by having the single player aim for realism, they were able to like really hone in on the story they were telling there. Whereas this appears to be going for. Like, they, well, I guess in Battlefield, they, they were able to, like, concentrate on all those details, whereas in, like, Call of Duty, those details, I don't know, even in the trailer, were slipping past. So, you know, questions, questions. Um, and and you can also, like, you don't, you don't get shit. Like, I don't have a problem with them putting in a Zombies game, because at this point, I think I would be disappointed with a Call of Duty game that didn't have a fucking Zombies game. Uh, in it I think I'd be I'd feel a little ripped off at this point um, so I don't have a problem with them chucking zombies into World War 2 I don't think it's you know dishonoring anyone's memory or whatever the fuck but like if you weren't going for hyper realism then you'd be able to get away with zombies nobody would give a fuck if there was zombie, a zombies mode in a slightly goofy World War 2 game or like a fucking if you're just up front that it was the fucking Michael Bay of World War Two games, as opposed to trying to make it fucking, trying to give us this impression that they're making fucking Saving Private Ryan, mm-hmm. right? If you're making Saving Private Ryan, if you're making the fucking Black Hawk Down of fucking World War Two games, then you have to fucking nail every single detail, or you're going to come under justified scrutiny. That's the problem, right? Um, yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. I think it looks good, but. I said that about fucking Infinite Warfare as well, didn't I? So shows what the fuck I know. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm keen to check it out. Like, I played a lot of those style of, of games um, back in the day mm. uh, when, like, Infinity Ward made Medal of Honor. Were they called Infinity Ward back then? No. No. Um, but, yeah, I played, a, a, like, a bucket load of Allied Assault and, and a lot of multiplayer in that and then kind of went from that to Call of Duty. So, I, I'm interested to see, like, what happens when they go back to that era and um, seeing some of those stories told again and and those set pieces. Yeah, I think it should be should be cool. I'll check it out. I, I haven't played the last two, I think, Call of Duty games, but I'd be keen to check this one out and see where, where they've taken it. Right, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway. All right, moving on. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the Nintendo... Entertainment System Mini Classic was discontinued. Uh, I saw an interview today that said that they sold 2.3 million units of that, uh, which is a lot. It's crazy stupid amounts. Um, but also, Eurogamer, uh, about a week or two ago, reported that uh, the reason they're discontinuing it is because they're preparing for the Nintendo, sorry, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System, which is due to be released this year. Um, Job, you didn't really grow up with Super Nintendo, did you? No. Would you get one of these? No. You're a crazy person. What? One of the best consoles ever made. So fucking what? Get a fucking Raspberry Pi and emulate it. <laughs> okay? My fucking phone can emulate it. But okay? do, don't you want a, a, a little Nintendo that you can put under the TV? No. Why, Why would not? I want such a thing? Because it looks awesome. I can emulate a fucking PlayStation. A PlayStation 2. I can... Uh, fuck. I can emulate a Wii U on my fucking computer attached to my fucking television why the fuck would i attach a fucking snes to it oh my god i could be playing fucking breath of the wild Without fuck audio. that shit <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> On your PC. Oh, link please you must come and save me that's i don't need it to be honest <laughs> you yeah. don't need it uh all right would you emulate <laughs> legally a bunch of classic games like Donkey yeah. Kong Country? Uh, I've emulated a bunch of games f- fucking tons of times. Yep. Yeah. 100%. I have a SNES emulator installed just so sometimes I can go back and play Dragon Ball Z Hyper Dimension. This is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, um, I'd um i be keen for one of these, but the price You're has to dumb. be right. You're dumb. No. Nah, 100 bucks, and that's it. Uh, no. If they come is, out and this dumb. thing is like 150 to 200 bucks, I, I poop on them. That's what I do. No. No. You're dumb. No. That's dumb. No. No way. Why the fuck would you? I'll build you one. Give me give me 100 bucks and I'll make you I'll make you one. <laughs> How about you build me one and then I'll give you 50 bucks? <laughs> How about fucking no way, mate? How about like we what if we just get a bunch of 3d printed snare shells right yep. now yep. and we start manufacturing knockoff mini snares right now and yep. they come with fucking everything well like what's the entire snares library take up like 32 gigs you could probably chuck that out on a fucking raspberry pi yep so right, you make me one and i'll give you 100 bucks all right you're on it's on but you it has to it. look like a classic you heard it's it. At home, I don't people. like some garbage. Uh, I don't want it to rock up, and it's it's a Mega Drive or something. 
Why? You don't want to play fucking the best games like Shining Force? I don't even know what that is. You yeah. Try and give me fucking Rampage or something. You want to play chump shit like o- fucking Obelisk. Dragon, Donkey Kong Country 2 and shit. That stuff's amazing. Mario right. All-Stars? Yeah, man. Mario All-Stars, come on. How many times do you have to play Mario games before you're done with them? All of them. Oh, my God. Except the second one. That was terrible. Well, it's in there, isn't it? So you have to play it. It's Sorry. In yeah. It's in All-Stars, yeah. of course. And the Lost Levels. It's got it all. <laughs> That's everything. Yep. Speaking of Nintendo, uh, there's some Zelda DLC coming out this year. Yeah. Uh, Seems to be designed with the same philosophy as uh, the SNES, in that they got your money, so fuck you. Is it paid DLC? Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm, no. You have to buy... Uh, the the pack is a duo, so you have to buy both. You have to buy like the season pass, basically. And there's only two of them, and it's a thirty dollar fucking season pass pack, and you only get two things. And the first one has a fucking has wave battles. Yep. Cool. Like so wave race, there. wave wave race battles. No, uh, you stand there and you beat monster after monster after monster after monster until. Uh, yeah. So Until you can't you beat any more monsters. That's it. Uh, it also includes a hard mode where all the enemies are slightly harder. Wait, you have to pay for this? Yeah. No. That's yeah. No, dude. Shut up, okay? You are going to- You're going to pay for it, first of all. I'm not paying for it. I don't have You're one. about to pay $100 for a fucking SNES, okay? Yeah, for Donkey Kong for, Country. For, for a 40-year-old fucking console, okay, you'll pay $30 for fucking bullshit DLC, it's not okay? 40 years old. It's about 20. 20? Yeah. 25. Let's say 25. No. Yeah. Let me check. I'm checking. Your theory is it came out in 1997. 1992 in Australia. See, 20, I said 25, didn't I? I no. fucking, I just fucking owned your ass. <laughs> uh, anyway, 25 years old. Uh, I think they had a 25-year anniversary last year or some shit. Anyway. Yeah, but that um, would have been for the, the classic. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it's got a mo- uh, it's hero's path mode that will uh, track your your- path across the map it marks your path huge addition these sound like patches uh like they've they've been fucking us over with these other patches saying like it makes for a more pleasant gaming experience yeah uh i don't think they've been doing anything no 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 this is totally worth 30 dollars uh and uh it's worth 30 dollars the way a a mini snes is worth a hundred dollars it is though See, I'm well, going to think it is. You don't have to buy it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, some fucking new armor or whatever. Nothing actually worthwhile. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. Hmm. Yeah. So negative today. <laughs> like most of it's been negative, mate. Like I'm only negative when there's things to be negative about. Uh-huh. And that's how it is. Battlegrounds, the only thing that's not negative. True. Yes. That's the news. That's all of it. That's all the news. Uh, that I can think of. Uh, there, there's a new um, uh, spring update for uh, Battlefield. I think they're calling it spring update. 
Ah, yes. Uh, I read, read through that, put some, some new models, new model guns in there. Yep. Uh, some balance changes, map changes, uh, platoons. Uh, we should get one of those started up, a gap platoon. Oh, yeah. Um, but I don't know when that patch is out, or is it out already? Hmm, not sure. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I was reading up on, on that today because I was like, oh, Battlefield. Yeah, I haven't played that in a while. Um, anyway, that's the news. That's that's all we've got. Nothing nothing much happening. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I guess they're... Um, I have a bunch know, of shit next week, eh? Yeah, we, like we're coming up to E3. That's next month. Yep. Far out, next month. Yeah. Uh, five weeks away, so we're not going to get... Uh, too many announcements. I think we'll get a couple of maybe, uh, you know, stay tuned type of things, but otherwise nothing too big. What's happening next week? Is Destiny stuff? Oh, no, I just went with IEM and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. All right. So, uh, yeah. Should we do questions and then go play some Battlegrounds? Yeah, let's do that. What do we got? Questions. Questions. Uh, Miracle wrote uh regarding my saying that reviewers publishers and devs paying each other off i actually don't remember typing that out i think i blacked out in a fit of cynicism and despair <laughs> i actually feel bad for saying that i figured i'd like to clarify it anyway uh on to the question i don't actually know how much truth there is to this so forgive me if it isn't true but my friend told me that the PUBG devs have an esports expert or something of that sort on the team. He also told me that the team is planning on doing an MMR system for PUBG. Uh, player unknown battlegrounds is what we're talking about here. Um, let's just assume they are planning on making this an esport. Do you think this could work? Same goes for the MMR system. Do you think this game is too heavily reliant on luck in certain situations for ranked or professional environments? Let's also disregard the problem of having 100 players to play in an esports situation, though I'm sure they'd make newer, smaller maps for that. I know I sound a bit down on the idea, but I can see it working and do wish it could work. Uh, <laughs> as always, Miracle is... Uh, has a 300 word answer to his own question. Uh, but I think we might answer it first and then I'll read out his own answer to his own question. Um, so, uh, what do you think? Do you think an esport could work? Um, yeah, I think it'd be interesting to watch. That's for sure. They, like he talked about them looking at putting in an MMR system. Um, as far as I know, that's already in there, but I don't know if they're doing anything with that other than leaderboards. Um, so, from from what I did read, it was something to do with, like, it takes into account the pl- player you've killed and kind of their rating and then uh, sort of assigns a number, to, uh, like a score for that. So, if, if, if you've killed someone that's considered a really good player, um, then you'll get, you know, a, a plus whatever to that. But if you're dying to people that are crap, then that's obviously going to drag you down. Um, how does it, like, but how would it account for things like... Someone like you fucking summit summit one G fucking does ninety nine percent damage to you, and then some cheeky prick drives by in a car and plinks you for the rest of your damage or some shit. I think that's an assist, though, isn't it? No, if if the like he does most of the damage, like the good player does most yeah. of the damage, and then some cheeky cunt gets fucking the final bit, yeah, the final blip, and finishes you. Then how how does that like how would it account for that? I, I don't know. Maybe there's stuff in there already. I, I'd just be pulling shit out of you know the air. 
So I, 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 at this point, I wanted to do something more uh, damage done, maybe. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to do damage done, and obviously, it's a complicated one because it's got to reset every single time you get back, to, you get yourself back to one hundred percent. But yeah, they are I, counting I, damage done as well. That's in yeah, the stats. It's not like I, I. It's not like a. I don't know. I don't feel like it's a system that. It feels like kills are weighted far heavier, heavier than in the ranking system than um, than damage is. Yeah. You know. I think that they they definitely could do an esports for this, um, but I don't think they can do. Like it'd have to be like a season or something. You can't just do one game and like that's the best player. Yeah. Um, it'd need to be an average of maybe allocating points per, uh, you know, whatever level you get. Um, yep. You know, maybe from zero to fifty is is ten points, and then fifty to twenty five is is twenty points, and then kind of. 10 to 5, you know, that sort of thing. Um, And then after a certain amount of games, that should average itself out and you'd start to get like some sort of ranking system in there because there's obviously going to be good players and bad players, but it's you got to, you know, have a couple of games to try and work that out. You know, sort of what they do with um, uh, maybe racing uh, is something that comes to mind. They they don't just have one race and like Formula One racing. And then that person's the winner. No, they have an entire season where... It doesn't matter if you come uh, first or last um, in the first race of the season. It's it's how you do on average. Um, maybe you'll have a, you know, do not finish the first race you do, but you'll come first or second every other race. Um, and that kind of counts. And I think a similar system to that could definitely work. Um, but I think that's still a long way off. That, that That's still... That's still them putting in spectator mode stuff, and I think the uh, like the leaderboard system that they were talking about by adding uh, like a map and being able to follow where people went and kind of what's going on. Um, yeah, I still think it's a, a while off. It, it looks like they're doing something this week though with some sort of big stream where people are going head to heads, a bunch of um, uh, content creators. So rather than rolling out a patch this week, I think that's what they're doing. Right. So maybe we'll get a taste about like what they're looking at in terms of esports stuff, but also it'll allow them to kind of gauge what people think and maybe some ideas of where they could kind of take this stuff as well. Um, but I'd be keen to check out like a, a ranked uh, mode for this. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that affects the gameplay as well. Does everybody yeah. become campers? Yep. <laughs> or- yeah. You know, do you take into consideration kills as well as how you, uh, how you land in the, you know, the survival count? Or is it just, I think that's where it should be, personally. Um, kills and where you came. Otherwise, you can just hide in a fucking bush forever, right, Job? I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. I don't want to fucking hear this shit. Whatever, man. I'll, I'll do what I do, okay? I get my victories. Yeah. Well, what do you think? Do you agree um, that it can work with esports or some I, sort of tournament play? I don't think that an esport would be uh, recognizable as the same game. I think it could work 100%. But yeah, I do not think that the game 
would be recognizable to the the game that we currently play. That Not you'd even have to, squads. Um, I think I think duos would be the best way to do it. To be honest, okay. I think it would be the best way to do it, and you'd re- reduce it down to maybe uh, ten duos on a smaller map. Uh, and yeah, I think it'd be good, interesting. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know. Hmm. MOR system, uh, yeah, why not do it? Do it, um, yeah. I think MMR can totally work, but yeah, I mean, as Lyric Miracle pointed out, um, we like there is a there's a degree of RNG involved, right? Yeah. And like ninety nine percent of winning at PUBG is managing that RNG uh, in a way that allows you to to find like find a path to victory. Mm-hmm. Right, you're just all you're trying to do, like my my game earlier. Right, uh, we found ourselves with a clear path to victory that we didn't manage quite as well as we could have. We found ourselves on the wrong edge of the circle, mm-hmm. uh, and so when we were forced to sprint into the circle, uh, yeah, we like the path to victory was shut down because our only path was through a player who had superior cover and didn't have a giant fucking electric zone coming in behind them. Is there a cat war going on at your house or? Uh, yep, let's go with that. All right. Um, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, you, you just, yeah, it's, it's about managing, managing that ability to win and uh, managing that RNG. And I don't think it's necessarily... Uh, anti-competitive in that sense, but there, I think there would be situations where the person who win, wins won't necessarily be the best player on the day. Mm-hmm. They'll just be a bit luckier. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you wouldn't necessarily need to come first every time. Like, if you make it consistently in the top 10 or top 5, maybe that's good enough in, like, a season to get you as you know the number one player so to speak yeah um you know if you're in a good tier of of people that are constantly playing but i just imagine if you were to have like a major right have a major tournament then yeah i guess you'd have to have like would you have five games and see where people came yeah Or, or do you have like an elimination style type game where it's top 100 but then it goes from 100 to the top 50 then move on in round two or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and, and then that way the final game actually has some some merit to it or some, like, some, you know, uh, like people are watching it. Mm, I don't know. I haven't thought about these things. I guess it's kind of like poker, right? Where poker is a game about being dealt the right cards or randomness and you kind of having to deal with that and figure out whether or not it's an opportunity that you can kind of uh, deal with um, and kind of playing the best hand at the, the right time. Um, like yep. you can't control what you're given, sort of like relating that to randomized loot. You kind of just need to work with what you've got and see if you can figure it out. And that's sort of different, but yeah. Anyway, did you say there was more? Yeah, so he wrote his own answer. Uh, Miracle writes, I think the randomization of loot could be considered a risk-reward situation, like how you decide on how many land cards you have in Magic the Gathering. 
You would be deciding your landing zone based on loot chances. The only issue is if the best tactic boils down to uh, down to dropping into the highest loot zone and hoping you get a gun first, mm. which it happens. It definitely happens. After typing out many ideas and deleting them, I'm co- I've come to the realization that what matters the most is how the map is made and having a more standardized play zone. The play zone should be random to keep it interesting, but should always be somewhere in the center of the map. That has to be also be combined with loot being more scarce towards the center. I also believe, uh, uh, I also believe the higher loot zones should have less cover between them and the center of the inverse uh, and the center and the inverse for lesser loot. The last factor is the play zone timer. You shouldn't have enough time to go to a high loot zone and drive over to a low loot zone to take advantage of the cover. Related. That means the plane should also fly over low loot zones first and high loot zones later, right? What do you think? Man, that is a fucking, that is a complicated way to think about it because, I mean, at the end of the day, right, like, uh, planes are probably, planes are actually sources of the best loot, which means planes going over low loot zones means that turns, that, that actually turns low loot zones into high priority targets mm-hmm. uh like risk high risk but high very high reward um and like i think the with with them being sorry in a low loot zone that would actually make them slightly lower risk because if you don't have to like for the best shit if the fucking car 98s are being stuck out in the high loot areas then you're probably better off uh, just going for a low one and waiting for a crate to drop and like seeing it, risking it for the biscuit. But uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't know. I don't know if you'd have the zone in the center of the map. I think that might be I don't know, too, too uniform. I think hmm. uh, I have to think about it more. What do you think, Luke? Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like a completely different mode to me. Yeah. That would need a lot of playtesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, extra question. Dessert recipe. I made a dessert on the weekend called brown butter ice cream. And uh, it was actually pretty amazing. I just went a bit too far with it trying to deep fry it as well. I got a bit greedy. <laughs> Should just put it on some fucking waffles. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I'm still eating it. I made like a fucking a liter and a half by accident. I was just trying to make like a enough for uh, ten scoops. No, I'm not making shitloads. Uh, it is. <laughs> We're eating it for dinner. <laughs> yeah, spectacular, like oh, unbelievable. Uh, basically, the idea was right. I thought of um, uh, fairy bread. I wanted to make an adult fairy bread. And so I reversed, I made the butter, the sweet portion and the sprinkles were the salty portion because salty sweet is the essence of fairy bread. It's butter and sprinkles and sprinkles are sweet. Anyway, so I made uh, rainbow colored salt. Yep. And uh, I made brown, brown butter ice cream. And uh, you combine the two together and they taste so fucking good it is crazy uh so the like and it is stupid simple to to make as well you just the only thing is you need like a you need an ice cream maker uh like 
it's just not a, there's no other option you need an ice cream maker to make ice cream if you get a um you can actually use a bread maker and if you put that in the freezer it works what's yeah if All you right. turn it upside down and then put it in the freezer and switch on it works turn it upside down yeah. how do you switch it on upside down in the fucking freezer luke you have the cable runner you have the cable running out of the freezer yeah uh, look, if you do this, okay, sue Luke specifically. <laughs> don't sue the Gap and don't sue me by fucking... I am saying don't do this. Yeah, no, don't do this. <laughs> don't do anyway, this. I was trying uh, to trick Joe. It was a joke. Uh, it just never made sense. You were never like... Of all your plausible tricks, yeah. of all your plausible lies, this one was never going to pass. But, uh, yeah. I nearly had, Joe. You were thinking about it. Uh, I was thinking... <laughs> about something uh so anyway yeah it's actually super it's super easy to make uh all, all you need is like well you just make fucking you make ice cream right make ice cream the way your ice cream maker says to make ice cream do you have an ice cream uh, maker yeah i've got an ice cream maker Fuck. do you have a bread maker no oh, okay um have you tried making bread in your ice cream maker uh good good thoughts good thinking uh no i haven't um yeah, so you, you make it I, – I did a eggless variant uh, and you brown butter and you, like, mix the two. And brown butter is really easy. The trick to it is to do it on super low heat, which takes forever. It takes, like, 20 minutes. Basically, you get, like, a, th- a thing of butter. You put it in a saucepan and then you let it cook. Uh, you let it melt until it's all melted and then you just sort of stir it every now and then for 20 minutes on super low heat. Uh, what you need to do, all, all that needs to happen is the water in the butter needs to evaporate. And once that happens, the solids in the, the milk solids in the butter begin to caramelize. And once they begin to caramelize, it turns the butter, like makes the butter taste spectacular. It makes it, it tastes like this smoky caramel. And, uh, yeah, when you fold that into the ice cream, uh, before you start the freezing process, it's goofy, man. It tastes fucking amazing. It tastes so fucking good. Anyway, that's what I made. Sounds good. It was amazing. It was so good. It's so good. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Tom writes, short question, would I and the very uh, various other entities that may or may not be David, according to the last episode, be a complete idiot to buy AFL Evolution? The short answer is yes. Uh, I think so. Uh, unless you buy it from EB Games. Buy it from EB Games, you can get the seven-day rental. <laughs> Do it, give it the old seven-day rental. See if it's actually well up your alley. Hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, if it isn't. No big loss, but otherwise, yeah. Who's David? And oh, the, was this a question from last week? I don't know who David is. There was a David I think emailed us last week. You think so? Because I'm confused I'm, about what this David part is about. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Luke. Did we talk about AFL at one stage? I'm lost. I don't, I don't know. Is he emailing oh. the wrong podcast? This guy. Oh, my God. Unbelievable, Tom. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. He's cheating on us. He is. Uh, you're not allowed to listen to any other podcasts except for ours. 
Every day of the year now. Every day of the year. Every day of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good All question. Right. But, yes, any any thoughts? Any other thoughts? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> AFL evolution. I don't... I think you're the AFL person, right? So you can... Uh, I'm not the AFL person. I am the terrible Australian sports games person. Okay. Uh, and generally, they're terrible. Um, I'll, tell, I'll say this, right? Steve Farrelly, who uh, was previously uh, unbelievably hyped for AFL uh, Evolution, mm-hmm. saw the last trailer and, like, flipped like full 180 and it was just like, nah, that looks terrible. Uh, I asked him specifically and he would be like, uh, was busy. So he couldn't go into details, but he said, look at the first tip off. And, uh, there, there isn't even collision between the players and the ball when they tip the ball away. And that's what they decided to show on the trail. So yeah. Uh, it's not off to a good start. Yeah. Sounds promising. Yeah. All right. Should we wrap things up? Yes. Yeah, you're done? No more questions? Uh, we've got no more questions. Thank you for the questions, Tom and Miracle. Good questions. Yep, you can do that. Um, so if you want to send us any questions, you can find mm. uh, our Discord channel, which is the gapodcast.com slash Discord. That'll take you to our, our um, many, many channels we've got there. We've got a bunch of voice channels. Like if I jump in now we've got we've got a voice channel going with five people in it playing probably PUBG yes they are they're playing yes, PUBG they yep uh, which is weird because there's five people in there mm. maybe they're doing that solo shit maybe they're playing solo yeah um, anyway so you can jump in there and, and have a chat to people we've got a, a couple of different um, different boards going uh Alternatively, you can email us at the gapodcast at gmail.com for questions. Otherwise, you can find the show at iTunes, Android, the Windows Store, under the Gap, or the GA Podcast, where you can rate and review us as well. Uh, it helps other people find the show. You can also go to um, our Twitter page, which is twitter.com slash gapodcast, or facebook.com slash the Podcast for our Facebook page as well. Um, and then also we have a Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash GA podcast. If you want to help support the show. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of different tiers and rewards on there that you can kind of, uh, look at. We added a new goal this, uh, the last couple of days, which I think we talked about last week. Yes. Yeah, maybe. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to, we're going to look at doing a, like a monthly uh, Twitch stream where we'll be playing, uh, like a, a video game. That's what we do, right? Yeah. Yep. Video games. And, um, basically whatever we're kind of playing at that time, we'll jump in and play. And if it's a multiplayer game, then other people will be able to jump into and, and check it out. So, um, if we do hit that goal, that'll be something we consider. Well, we won't consider. We will do every, every month. Um, we'll be on board with that one. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, cool. And I think that's it. That's everything. Twitter.com slash GI podcast. I said that, didn't I? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, the other thing is we want to talk about, um, we're trying to get ideas like together as to what else we can do to evolve the show. Um, and, uh, I think like two years ago or, or before we started, like we, we hosted our own site, we kind of sat down, me and you and, 
and went through some ideas and suggestions of what we could do. Mm. Um, and we, we accomplished all of that. We got through, we started our own sites. Um, we started like the Patreon page and, uh, we fixed up some, some other bits and pieces that we were kind of doing. Uh, and we we're pretty satisfied with that, but we've gotten to the point now where we're trying to figure out what else we can do to kind of, uh, evolve the show and, and, and do more for people. Yeah. Um, and we've thought about a couple of things. We, we, you know, we've obviously put this Patreon page up with different goals. Uh, we'll be doing our spoiler cast episodes where every, um, uh, couple of months we'll, we'll dive into a game and talk a bit more in depth about it. So we're going to do prey in a couple yep. of weeks. And, um, so that's something we're looking at doing. And then obviously if people want the, the Twitch, um, streaming going ahead, we'll start doing that every month. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of looking for ideas or thoughts or we've got a few things in the background that we're kind of tinkering around with that we, we're not too sure on. Um, so what we're going to do is like host like a town hall meeting or, or get a bunch of listeners in and kind of figure out like what you guys want from us and then maybe throw a couple ideas at people and see what they think. And yeah, just to get a general idea of, of what people would like to see from us or, or maybe we're doing things you don't like. And you want to see us get rid of some stuff? Then we can, we can do with that. Maybe Job's talks too much. We we can fix that. Uh, you're 367 <laughs> episodes in, and you've decided I talk too much. You yeah. well and truly too late on that one. Hey, uh, look, we got rid of that Heath guy, and things worked out all right. That's true. It's worked out good. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're looking at doing that at 8 p.m. on the 8th on, yes. on Monday. In Australian yep. time. Um, so, Australian Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. on the 8th, which is next Monday. And we'll do that in our Discord channel. Uh, we'll just jump in and we'll see who turns up. And we'll go from there. I might put an event up on the uh, Facebook page as a reminder. But, yeah, if anybody has any ideas or just wants to come around and listen to some of the stuff we've got yep. um, that we're thinking of. And then, yeah, it shouldn't take too long, I don't think. But Yeah. 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 I think we just uh, kind of want to get a feel for what people are thinking and, and what we yeah. do. It's easier than sending out like a survey and then, um, you know, getting a couple responses back and then not being able to elaborate on that stuff. So it's good to kind of talk to people and, uh, you know, get a bit more knowledge about what people are thinking and whether or not some of our stuff that we're doing is working or not. And yeah, go from there. It'll allow us to do some more stuff with this show anyway. So totally. Mark it down in calendars. Come along. Yeah. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah. You got anything happening on the internet this week? Uh, had a really cool uh, retro, like just a look into the growth of Darksided, uh, Darksided's Counter-Strike Go team. Okay. Go up um, today by a up and coming uh, player. Yeah. So, uh, sorry, up and coming esports writer. Um, so that that's pretty good. Check that out on Red Bull Esports. And uh, also, Nathan wrote uh, about why free for all is critical to Quake as a series. Um, so yeah, worth a read as well on Red Bull. Pretty good. And obviously, IEM. Hey, just gonna quickly have a whinge about IEM yep. uh, I got told today that will not, I will not like 
no media will have any backstage access. We will be fucking restricted, heavily restricted, which is fucking stupid as balls. Okay. I have been to NBA games and I get fucking locker room access. I get fucking do whatever the like pregame practice session access, all this kind of shit. NBA games, uh, the smart world championships. I got to go fucking do whatever the fuck I wanted behind the scenes. Uh, like full tours, all that kind of shit. Uh, I understand respecting the fucking athletes uh, and not trying to, you know, get into them while they're trying to practice or whatever the fuck. I get that. That's fine. But yeah, IEM have come out and they're like, yeah, you will not have, you will have a media room where you can go. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, you'll actually, you'll have one hour with the teams and that is it. Okay. Well, then why the fuck would I go out to fucking Homebush? Hmm. Right? Like, I can, well, okay, I can probably, to be 100% frank, uh, considering I know for a fact that half the teams don't do media interviews most of the time anyway, and they're not forcing them into, like, they'll just pay, they will literally just pay a fine instead of talking to media. Uh, so, yeah. I know for a fact that I'm not going to get to talk to most of them anyway. Uh, the ones, the one I know I will 100% get to talk to no matter what, uh, I can talk to anytime. I could probably fucking talk to them on a Skype call directly after this podcast if I wanted. Uh, so yeah, like what am I, what am I going to get out of going to Homebush necessarily apart from soaking in the atmosphere? Uh, not much. Just fucking esports needs to treat the shit proper. Like, treat it like a fucking sport. Treat it like how sports have realized they need to treat this shit for fucking years. It's not like sports have just been half-assing it the whole fucking time. They've got some idea of what they're doing. So, yeah. Don't fuck me about. Hmm. I'm trying, I'm try- like, I'm trying to fucking help you. Help me as well. Come on. Anyway. Help, Job. I'm excited about IEM. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, can't wait to probably get a b- better experience watching it on Twitch at home. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll also be there at some stage. So if you see us, come say hi. Totally. Um, all right, and that's it. That's the show. Uh, you can find me at twitter.com slash Luke Laurie and Job's on there at Joby Jojo. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, uh, next week we'll be doing, uh, we'll be talking about Prey. That's out on Friday. But we won't have a spoiler cast, I think. No, no, we definitely won't have a spoiler cast. Um, we'll probably leave that for a couple of weeks. Yep. And then we'll um, see who else we can drag on for that one. Yeah. And uh, it'll be a bonus episode, so it won't be one that you, like, necessarily have to listen to, but you should. You should and you can listen, listen to, it. to it whenever you feel like. Yeah. That's how I want to do it. I want to have it so that you can just sort of get in on it whenever you want. Like, you don't have to listen to it when it drops. Yeah, 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 exactly. All right, so that's it. Thanks cool. everyone for listening. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.